welcome to this very special episode of Sharing the Middle. I'm so excited because it's the first of our Women Who Made Me series for the month of March, and I'm starting with these two because they help make this podcast happen. Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero are the amazing women behind the Momtourage podcast, and they are also the owners, operators, women of the most talkative podcast consulting company that helped me start sharing the middle. They are awesome and amazing, and I cannot wait for you to hear more from them. I also want to give a quick listener warning that we do uh, have a little bit more language in this episode, specifically uh, deep discussions about, well, not discussions about the male genitalia, but we use it in an analogy throughout the podcast. So if that makes you uncomfortable or kids are listening, maybe headphones or another time. I don't know. I think it's hilarious. And frankly, you'll hear me giggling throughout it because these two ladies are amazing. And I am so grateful that they took the time to grace sharing the middle with their presence. Uh, They have grown to be lovely friends and supporters. And I'm so excited for you get to know them more. So let's jump right in. Welcome to Sharing the Middle, where we're covering perfectionists, overachievers, and anyone in the middle of a struggle come together to learn to embrace the messy middles of life. I'm Lacey, your friend in the middle and guide whose claim to fame this week is actually leaving the house for the first time in about three weeks. So really funny, killing funny, it there. Not funny. <laughs> My guests today are the ladies from Montrage and also the women who helped me bring Sharing the Middle to life. Uh, They helped me with the podcast through their podcast consulting company, Most Talkative. So, um, Ashley and Carrie, hello. Hi, We miss you. I'm so excited that I get to be here with you and talk to you all. And yeah, it's so funny because I'm I'm like, well, those are my friends. (laughs) We think so, too. We think so, too. It's been fun to kind of feel like colleagues now because we I've launched uh, Sharing the Metal, obviously, but I very much look up to both of you. So like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, Ashley and Carrie really helped me bring Sharing the Metal to life. They helped me with all aspects of this podcast. And I kind of think of them as like my partners in crime when it comes to creating this. And that's why uh, I really wanted them to be the first of my Women Who Made Me uh, series because they made this podcast happen in my mind. That's so nice. <laughs> like, like, it really is just so nice. Feels so good. I know. I was having kind of a low confidence day. So thank you. That gave me a little boost. Absolutely. Absolutely. You? <laughs> so I'm going to still ask you the same question that I ask everybody, but just knowing that you are a little bit more biased But when I first started talking about the middle, or you can talk about what you think of it now, what was the middle to you? Like, I I find people tend to have like a visceral reaction of, oh, well, this is what the middle means to me. For me, what it meant was being comfortable with complacency more than anything. That's kind of how I took it initially. What I mean by that is I have a very hard time being okay with complacency i need i need something exciting or i i as much as we all say like we don't like drama and we don't want to have 
you know, craziness in our lives at the same token when everything is just like normal and just we're trucking along and keep on going. It's kind of boring, right? So one of the things I'm trying to learn to do in my life is be okay with that or be okay with the journey, the mundane journey to extraordinary. How's that? Ooh, I love that phrase, the mundane journey. To it just came to me. I love it. I also okay. love that you use the word um, complacency multiple times because I have never thought of it that way. And that word viscerally makes me feel ill. Yeah, but- too. Me too. <laughs> That's why I think it's my theory as to why we all hate January, because January is the we just came off of this high of the holidays. And, you know, as mothers, we all know that the high of the holidays is something very different. Right. It's not just like, ooh, magic and and holly jolliness. It is also like absolute stress and feeling poor and (laughs) that lasts past the holidays, friends. Yeah. Yeah, being absolutely (laughs) past our wits. But then, like, January comes along and everyone's just, like, in reset mode. It feels like it is its own year every single January. And it's just boring. Like, people aren't socializing as much. People don't have... Usually, like, big deals aren't happening in January. It's just... Even notoriously entertainment-wise, I mean, it's changed recently, but back when I was booking for daytime TV, January was was when (laughs) all the bad movies came out because no one would go to the movies. Now, with streaming, that's kind of changed everything. But that's why I think everyone hates January is because it's just... You know, you're I complacent. Hate January too. January and February mm-hmm. the worst. What about See, when you, I was, February? When I was a yoga instructor, January was the best because New Year's resolutions we'd be packed with yogis, and then it would be yeah. like March. I guess. I guess the fitness industry and probably any like diet <laughs> stuff, any any wellness stuff is probably the exception there. Right. Um, Athletic Greens, I'm sure, did great that month. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just from your money alone, Ashley. Just for me. <laughs> really. Just for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always thought of the middle as the unknown, navigating, being okay with not knowing, and in a very mindful way, appreciating the not knowing and living in the moment to moment versus living in the plans for the future or the thoughts of the past. I always talked about the middle is being like when you're on a trapeze and you see the next trapeze coming towards you mm-hmm. and you're like, ooh. And I, from having done trapeze, the first time, every time someone tries to grab the ring and then you're on two rings and then your arms split and you have to just drop because they're not willing to embrace the middle because the middle is letting com- go completely of the one ring before you grab the next. And it's really scary because you're not holding on to anything. But you can't really grab that next ring and move forward unless you let go completely of the first. And that's like the best like visual description of the middle. But it's the letting go and like free falling and not knowing what's going to happen next. That's what I'm the middle. Thinking about that for like hours now. Is that to me. image <laughs> of the trapeze. I yeah. I love that. And yeah. if you're if you're type A, that's really hard. So. Uh, Ashley, would you consider yourself type A? Yeah, I would. And then Carrie, I would not consider you type A, but would you? I'm a recovering. I'm a recovering type A. And sometimes I say maybe I recovered a little too much. 
Maybe. But yeah, I had a therapist. Well, I've had a therapist forever, but I had this therapist that was like, your homework is to be bad at things and to try to be okay with letting people down, be okay with half-assing things. And yeah, I got really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, still am not good at it. So (laughs) maybe I need to embrace that a little bit. I'll give you Fran's number. I was like, (laughs) it feels really good. now. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to only give my effort. mm, 50% will be fine. (laughs) Today's episode of Sharing the Middle is brought to you by me, Lacey, the author of Support from the Middle. Support from the Middle is my newly released workbook that walks you through some self-reflection and self-care exercises with additional resources for recovering perfectionists, overachievers, and those in the middle of a struggle. You'll hear directly from me, like you do on this podcast, throughout the workbook to hopefully give you some extra boosts along your own self-helpy journey. Get Support from the Middle on Amazon today in either ebook or paperback with the audiobook coming later this year. Thanks for supporting the Middle. I love it. Well, as you know, the structure of this the podcast is next we move into a middle moment. My middle moment of the week? <laughs> a middle moment. It can be okay, one like, that you want. Listen, if I'm going to be real, w- real deal with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, our podcast has gone through waves because our podcast has been out for a while now. And Ashley and I had another podcast before this. And just like anything else, things go in ebb and flows. I know, I know I've been stalking your Instagram. And so I know you struggle with that too. Like you want to see gains every day. You want to make sure that things are going up, but that's not really how life works. And so one of the middles that Ashley and I struggle with is we just had a conversation about it. If we're in a lull, what does that mean? What does it mean? So one of the struggles we have is like, you know, a tapering of listeners. So we did really well. Now we have a tapering of listeners. So now what's the next thing? Well, does there need to be a next thing? Do we need to keep achieving and achieving and achieving? I mean, the answer that Ashley and I come to is yes. Yes. We need to be <laughs> achieving, achieving, achieving. But sometimes everything you do, you can throw everything at the wall. You can write a million good episodes. You can get the biggest guest you've ever booked. You can have a week of super big sponsorship where you're making tons of money. You've done everything. And then there's a lull. And you're like, wow, that came out of nowhere. And so I think one of the middles that Ashley and I share and something that we've been dealing with is learning how to one, be okay with that and know that maybe it's just a natural thing and it will go up again on its own or because it ebbs and flows. And like, how much more do we, how much more do we have to throw at it? And, and what will that be like if it doesn't get, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't get better? So that's one of the middles that we share. Um, and you know, it's that thing. If I'm going to be, uh, all yogic and stuff, it's like you, you achieve your dream and then what? You find that goal and then what? There has to be a moment where you can at least pat your pat yourself on the back for that moment instead of just moving on to the next big moment. Otherwise, what is success? Yeah, and and to follow that up even even further with kind of like a personal anecdote, and I've talked about this on the show. Like I completely agree with everything Carrie's saying. That is one hundred percent like the 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 middle for me. But it, I. It goes with what I was saying at the beginning about complacency and like having to be okay with nothing new coming, just the same old every day. And one of the things I've kind of been self-talking 
to myself every time I notice that this is an issue is I think about the whole concept of like, um, you know, the world is potentially a simulation, right? Life as we know it is pretend. Oh, Ashley's going there. Okay. Yeah. And so I think about all the time, like, if it's a simulation and I could have picked anything, like, why didn't I pick being Kelly Ripa? Like, why Why is this, this, why is this existence the existence that I am living? And my husband, Carrie's going to laugh. My husband has this anecdote that he always kind of goes to, which is, you know, if God gave you a choice between having a completely average size penis or <laughs> having a the gamble of having a really big or a really small penis what do you choose and he says you choose the average and i agree right yeah. and so i think about this every day is like okay maybe i don't have all the riches and the fame and the huge career absolute monumental success that i have worked towards for many, many years and dreamt of for many, many years. But my everyday life is pretty great. But I have and, an average size penis. And I, I am just living an average size penis life. And you know what? <laughs> I am a-okay with that. It is okay because the gamble was a, a micro penis and I don't need that. I don't want a micro penis. You can edit that all out if you thought it was too much for your no, audience. I I I love it. I, I'm mildly tempted that this episode should be called uh, "The Gamble of an Avish." <laughs> I mean, I, I I hate to be lewd, but I really like this is an anecdote that we like. No, I don't hate to be lewd. Let me correct that. I love being lewd, but I didn't want to bring my lewdness to your show. But this is an anecdote we use in my house all the time. And like we're about this close to using it with our own son and being, you know? So it's, I just but I love it because that is the essence of embracing the middle. Like, absolutely. Just, it's so it, perfectly embrace that average size penis, y'all. We can't all have, you know, big old penises. No, but hey, we don't have that micro penis. Exactly, one hundred percent. Just an average. It works well. It's good looking enough. Does the job? We're happy. The, the attention that it needs. It doesn't yes. have a parade. Absolutely. Gets the job done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Amen, sister. What? Well, um, yeah. What? What's I'm, your follow up? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out because there's. I I'm really interested in. Both of you had this same like visceral reaction when you were saying is kind of this lull or is this level that we receive enough. So I kind of want to go back to that because you both were like, no. And I'm just yeah. curious why no, because you could think of it as the average size penis, right? That you've, you, you're, you're doing great. You're making money with your podcast, which is something that a lot of people aren't able to ever accomplish. You, I mean, you had have had amazing guests before. Like you've talked to Kristen Bell, and I think Jim Carrey is the one that I'm like, what? Us too. Us too. Us too. It's like getting David Miscavige out of the out of the cavern he's in or something. It was very very odd. I don't know if Jim Carrey would like that comparison. Right? <laughs> 
thing. It was like an anomaly. It was like, it really what, was. in what bunker is he hiding in? He takes hardly enter- any interviews at all. And we are also like, what a wild ride this is going to be, whatever. Yeah. Because I have a feeling he will not answer the question and we'll just have to go with whatever's going to happen, you know? And, yeah. and so much so, I was like, I, I texted Karen. I was like, I think, I think I booked Jim Carrey. I'm not sure because it just, <laughs> it just was like, it didn't see, like, I didn't think we, that the show could do that. I didn't think that I was as a booker could do that. I just and then was like, he going to show up in character? I, or right, was right, he going to be Jim like, Carrey? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just yeah. But I also know, and I, I can cut this out that you guys have talked about like we want Drew Barrymore. You know, mm-hmm. like that is a get that we want. So Which I had a lead on yesterday too. I, so, well, yeah. I went to her show and I was like, "Is it happening?" We were yeah. trying. We were trying. <laughs> no, putting all the fish but, in every basket. Uh, I mean, so, yeah. I'm just curious um, if well, there will I, be a top or if it's just your desire I mean, to constantly uh, strive to achieve. We have we have like levels of goals, if I may mm-hmm. speak, Ashley, and please add as we go. We have levels of goals, like levels of both realistic and very maybe unrealistic goals. Who know? I like to think that they're all realistic, but yeah, I think all goals are realistic goals. Yeah, I, I if mean, you're not dreaming. What's the fucking point? Oh, right. Sorry. Can I curse on your show? You can curse. I don't. Care. I guess we're. <laughs> guess we are now. Um, well, I mean, we've already had a lot of discussion about penises. Penis, right. And yet the E. Right. For this I episode. did use the scientific term. Okay. <laughs> Um, Mom, I know you're yes. listening. Hi. <laughs> uh, so, Lacey, you have a kid. The jig is up, man. I know. I'm, I'm always know. like, I'm always like, hi, mom. You made this. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have like different levels. Like I remember when we were deciding if we should do a, our own podcast after Scary Mommy, we were like, okay, so we'll give it two years or a year. I can't even remember. Let's see if we can get some guests and make any money. And then we made money and then we're like, okay, now we want to like have an on air component. We want to do live interviews. We, you know, we have all these different like levels. And the thing is, we do remind each other of the average size penis. We'll be like, you know, I'll be like spinning. Luckily, usually, I think only one time Ashley and I spiraled at the same time and mm-hmm. it ended in like a little argument, but it worked out. But usually we spiral at different times. And if we're spiraling at a different time, the other one says, hey, we made money last year. We're not in the zero range. It's not as right. much as we would like to make, but we did, we're in the green actually, which is right. incredible. Or I'll say, hey, we just got to interview this amazing director of a movie or whatever it is. So we try to, rem- we try to remind each other of our average size penises when, when one of us is spiraling, but when we're both spiraling at the same time, which doesn't happen that often, that is where all these like goal setting things start to really mess us up because mm-hmm. the goals we created are in a step form. So we are like slowly stepping up. But when both of us spiral again, which is rare, really rare that we do it at the same time. Literally one time in one time. In in four years of working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something must have been going on. Mercury retrograde. I have no idea. It's four years, right? We, did, yeah, we started working years. together in 2019. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good average. But we, average. Uh, yeah, I think we'll never, I think our main goal is to reach as many people and make the most impact 
as possible because that's why we're doing it. I mean, listen, we would love to do it and make enough money to live off just that, but that's not why we started it. No one starts podcasts for the major no. money, really. No, no. Um, we wanted to reach the most amount of people that we could. Now, unfortunately, because of COVID, and then I'll stop talking, Ashley, and you can talk. Because of COVID, we are we don't we don't see the feedback like we did before, where we're like doing live events and meeting people and seeing people and getting kind of feedback. And instead, we're kind of in this vacuum. Just to clarify, and that's not just when she says COVID, it's also because like COVID has just changed people and how they experience world the the world outside of their house. To clarify, not like, you know, I wanted to make sure people knew we were were in touch enough to know that COVID isn't like a big thing at this point. No, but people are doing virtual press junkets versus in-person press junkets, stuff like that. And so- You know, as you know, Lacey, you're kind of in a vacuum and you can't tell who's listening and what people's feedback is. And so it sometimes feels like we're not reaching anyone until you look at the numbers and you're like, oh, this many people are listening to us. And so I think something that is important, important stepping stone for Ashley and I is just to be able to like see the people that we're reaching by maybe doing live shows or in-person stuff and trying to figure out that in this kind of new world that we're in. Yeah. And additionally, like, you know, whether it's through Momtourage or just like my my separate career, and I don't know if Carrie feels this way about her stuff, you know, although I'm working to embrace the average size penis life and, you know, it's really not that much work when you put it into perspective, it's like, I have a husband I love very much. I have a great kid who's healthy and a house over my head and we can pay our bills like and everyone's in pretty good health. We're it's not that hard to really embrace that. But in terms of career, I think it for me, it is so important to the truth is, I don't know any other way to be. I have had big dreams and big goals since I was a little girl. I This is, you know, not this exact facet of entertainment, but what I'm doing is like a, a tangent of what I always wanted to do as a kid anyway. And so it is, there is nothing wrong with setting lofty goals because it gives you something to work towards. And I don't ever think that's a bad thing to have. I, I even even when trying to embrace the middle sized penis, the average size penis life. So this is more like a me personal thing. Um, my love language is freedom. That's my love language. My love language is open up the cage. Let me fly. See if I come back. That's that's my love language. And being fiercely independent has always been something that's of a very high priority to me. And as a working artist, that was a very difficult in all facets of, again, I've always dreamed big as well as Ashley has said, I've never been like, I'm going to take the regular route. I'm going to always take. Yeah, I was never like, I'm going to be an accountant. Yeah. So and it's worked out for me. Every single artistic goal is that I wanted separately not with mom tourage mm-hmm. i achieved i achieved and then i was like then what that's why i'm saying like i do want to embrace the middle of that and not just be like next thing next thing next thing because that's what dro- drove my friends into obsession and craziness and addiction and unhappiness and all other stuff but for me independence so right now as a mom since we're all moms here i gave up 
a large part of my career, which made me money, to be able to be home with my child. And it was a decision that I made. It was my choice. It wasn't like I have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't really want to go back to that right now because I really want to be there for my kid. Same. But I'm not making a lot of my own money like I was before. It's changed. And so I miss financial freedom. I do not like having to depend on my partner for financial stuff. I don't. I don't like it. And although Momtourage is making a lot, uh, uh, not a lot, Momtourage is making money, we're putting it directly back in to the podcast, really. And so my thing of achieving or where I would like to go is I just want financial freedom for myself aside from my partner. We have financial stability together as a family, but I I have always been this way. I want my own stability. It's I my own self-worth depends on me being independent. And that's a me thing. That's not an anybody else thing. And so that's my goal. Why that would push you forward so much. Yeah. um, As far as reaching the goals in momtourage, because that is an avenue for you. And then it affects my self-worth because independence is tied into my personal self-worth. Yeah. I, I also think it's really interesting to hear you both say, I've always had these big dreams and I've never pushed them down. Da, da, da. I'm kind of the opposite of like, I had big dreams, I pushed them down, and then my life completely changed when I was doing the safe thing. And now it's like, you know what? Why the hell not? Let's go for the big dreams. You know what I mean? I, you know, maybe people do want to hear me. And so I'm in this middle because it is everywhere of figuring out how to let myself be big again yeah um i find myself doing it's that self-doubt of like well nobody cares what i have to say or da 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 da. but if everybody goes away yeah and also if everybody said that there would be no oprah there would be if everybody said no one cares what i have to say you know what i mean then there wouldn't be those people yeah Uh, because you're oprah and so are we (laughs) We are all Oprah. Damn. You get an Oprah. You get an Oprah. <laughs> uh, so I just, it's really nice for me to hear you guys say, like, I have big dreams and this is part of it. Because then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I can have big dreams. I can do this from my bed most of the time, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. I really, I really appreciate that. We are getting to the end of our time together. So I do like to ask for a concrete piece of... Uh, advice or tangible, like, I wish I would have told myself this when I was younger. Do you have any of those types of little snippets of wisdom to share? I have one right away. Go ahead. You go first. I'm just going to go with basically the theme of what everything is, which is, you know, keep working towards the things that you want and your goals and your aspirations. Um, But in the meantime... Find a moment of happiness in every day and be grateful for your average penis life. <laughs> Mine is, um, and I it just came to me so quickly because I just taught a yoga class and meditation class about it, but um, know your non-negotiables as a person. Know, like, I, I just had like a little disagreement with my my partner, not Ashley, but my like lover partner, because he said not me, not <laughs> you. He said something to me, and it, it 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 felt like it was attacking one of my non negotiables. And one of my non negotiables is to have childlike joy 
and allow it to come out, even if other people find that inappropriate or find so singing at the grocery store at the top of your lungs when your jam comes on or walking past a playground, kids are doing cartwheels and headstands and you go over and do it and be like, top that, you know, like that kind of thing. And he always thinks that it's wildly inappropriate when I do those things. And I'm like, I don't care. I didn't ask you. That's a non-negotiable for me. And I think it's really important as we navigate the middle and kind of those icky things and those feelings that maybe feel a little not so great to know what your non-negotiables are because they keep you grounded in the person you are in your soul. And and don't ever let anyone take those away. I love that. Thank you for joining me today. And thank, thank you, you for having me. We're honored to be asked. <laughs> yeah, truly. I just, um, I know I've said this to you privately, but... I probably would have made a podcast without you, but it mm. would not have been good. <laughs> and I feel like I'm it would have been great, Lacey. I'm making something that um, we didn't have to do much. You were, you had your <laughs> you had your stuff together. You really did. Uh, so just uh, thank you for being women who helped make me kind of realize that I could live this bigger life and reach this dream and and do this thing that I love. So I just thank you. And as our first client, thank you for telling us that we weren't crazy for thinking we could do this. So no, not right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another dream. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it also was like it was a it was a really good because talking about like that self doubt and that kind of stuff along the way. So I could go to my husband and be like, they don't think this is a bad idea or mm -mm. I think that something's happening here. And it was just so nice to have too that that second voice that's drowning out all of those doubts of mine. We were just the mama birds that pushed you out of your nest. That's yeah, awful. there you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and hit As usual, thank you for sharing The Middle with me today. Remember to check out my writings at themiddle.com. That's the MDDL.com. While you're there, you can sign up for the weekly newsletter to get a little bit more middle in your inbox each week. I am a one-woman show, so any bit of support means the world to me. I want The Middle to be as accessible as possible, so I have several ways for you to support. You can shop The Middle with some merch or my books. The Lacey Loves affiliate links and recommended products, Patreon for additional community and content, and I also just have a tip jar if you'd like to leave a tip. If you like today's show, also make sure to subscribe at your favorite podcatcher, share with a friend, and maybe even leave a five-star review. Thanks so much to Lemon Music Studio for our theme music. It is literally called Sunshine, and that is certainly how it feels to me. Can't wait to see you in the middle again. Thanks for sharing the middle with me. As always, I hope you've been able to see a little bit of yourself in the story we shared today. Don't forget to follow, share, rate, review, and follow me on social media at Lacey Shares. You can always check out the Joyful Support Movement at joyfulsupportmovement.com and see all of the amazing goodness we have there, like No Shame in the Home Game, Pops of Joy, courses, resources, and of course, the Joyful Support Village. All right. Now go out there and spread some joy.